I'm Afshin Ratansi, and welcome back to Going Underground, broadcasting all around the world from the UAE amidst global outrage at the ongoing violence in the Middle East, prolonged after a joint UAE-Russia resolution at the UN Security Council for a Gaza ceasefire was opposed by France, Japan, Britain and the USA. The UAE, of course, is also the center of world attention because of next month's COP28 climate conference, where geopolitical reconfigurations as regards global energy markets will play a key role in attention any response to man-made climate change. Joining me from Jeddah in global energy superpower, Saudi Arabia is the former senior advisor to Saudi's Minister of Petroleum and former chief Saudi negotiator at the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, Dr. Mohammed Al-Saban. Thank you so much, Dr. Al-Saban, for coming on the show. Before we even get to uh, the global impact economically of the catastrophic events in uh, the region. Uh, your take on the slaughter in Gaza from uh, warplanes armed by the United States, European Union countries, and Britain. Well, unfortunately, uh, the West is practicing double standard. Uh, they they were saying, well, let us normalize relationship with Israel. We are. Uh, you are in one region, and Israel should have uh, two, uh, the solution of two states. But then with the atrocity that is happening in Gaza, we see that they are fully supporting Israel, and they are bringing ships and uh, soldiers, 2,000 soldiers coming, uh, and they are saying we are on the side of Israel. And it is not only the United States. But uh, all uh, Western countries, and this is not surprising, they have been supporting Israel for a long time, and they are only giving lip service to the Arab uh, leaders when they meet with them that, well, yeah, we can support uh, the United Nations uh, to go back to 1967 border uh, with uh, East Jerusalem to be uh, the capital of Palestine. But they never, when, when we come to achieve uh, or uh, implement such uh, understanding, they never move. The, uh, uh, there are several uh, committees, including the four countries' committees, uh, committee that uh, they are doing nothing, basically, because the West and the United States in particular, they don't want to move on this issue. So uh, we feel sorry for what happened uh, last Tuesday when we saw the hospital being bombarded and more than 500 uh, victims uh, resulted from that bombardment. And we saw uh, the, the next day when President Biden visited Israel, he said, well, uh, it is not the Israeli team who did it, it is the other team, as if we are playing football game. And the other team, he means Hamas. Hamas always direct their rockets to the settlement outside Gaza. How come? It is nobody can believe that. So it shows, it shows the blind uh, sideness with uh, Israel, while the whole the rest of the whole world are with the Palestinian. We have seen the demonstration here and there in the West uh, and in the Arab world, in the Muslim world, and they are all with the Palestinians because they are seeing the atrocity, they are seeing the genocide, 
that is being performed in the area. And that is not acceptable to any wise man or woman in the world. Of course, Israel denies uh, all sorts of things as regards what's happening in Gaza. But uh, did it surprise even you? I mean, did, when you were advising the Saudi government, did anything like this happen that King Abdullah of Jordan would cancel the meeting with uh, an American president who flies in? Uh, you know, not that a US president flew in in the Second Intifada, but uh, the idea that uh, a leader of Egypt would not meet with a US president, the, uh, obviously the Palestinian authorities, Mahmoud Abbas, uh, the beleaguered leader there, didn't. But uh, did it surprise you that uh, Jordan wanted nothing to do with Biden, nor did Egypt? I was not surprised to see the meeting cancelled because what, what do they need to meet for? Everything is clear. Stop the aggression, stop the killing, stop the, uh, the fires in Gaza and try to withdraw from Gaza. It's as simple as that. But with the atrocity of Israel that they don't want, uh, they want to continue this war, they call it war. So uh, why we have a meeting? So, uh, uh, as you said, Mahmoud Abbas left to uh, the uh, West Bank, uh, and he had uh, uh, the meeting with the government, and then uh, uh, King of Jordan uh, canceled the meeting according to the consultation with the Egyptian uh, president, Sisi, and, and anybody else who's going, who was going to attend the meeting. I don't see any reason for that meeting. And I think uh, the, the solution is very clear. And uh, they, they want the meeting, but then the United States in the Security Council last Tuesday, last uh, Tuesday, they, uh, the day before last Tuesday, they stopped, blocked the decision to stop and have ceasefire. So what kind of this uh, discussion and consultation that should go on uh, on this issue? Yeah, in fairness, the Americans uh, used the dead women and children from the uh, Christian hospital in Gaza as an excuse as to why the meeting didn't uh, go to plan and that uh, somehow uh, the mourning period uh, amongst Muslims meant that Biden couldn't meet <laughs> with counterparts. But of course, um, I mean, you're saying you weren't surprised. The Suez Canal is in Egypt. Uh, I mean, Hosni Mubarak clearly wouldn't have uh, done the same. I mean, does this uh, have implications that are much more profound, that an Egyptian leader would refuse to meet with the United States leader? No, we all support what uh, the decision being taken by Egypt and by uh, King of Jordan. Definitely, in such a situation, any wise man, any wise leader would never go to such a meeting uh, to discuss the very obvious solution to the problem and they know what they need to do. And okay, well, so, so you're not saying it has a big implication then for the Suez Canal trade, but NATO nation media are claiming and have been claiming that Saudi recognition of Israel is still on the table. Normalization, this, this phrase that's uh, used. Uh, I mean, did you believe the reports that were also leaked that uh, MBS kept Blinken waiting when he buzzed around this region uh, desperately uh, trying to uh, 
presumably seek support for Netanyahu. It is not only seeking support. He was coming to Saudi Arabia to revive the uh, uh, normalization efforts. And there is there was supposed to be Congress delegation coming to Saudi Arabia to do the same. But Saudi Arabia position is very clear from day one that we have an Arab initiative on the table for many, many years. And we need to revise that and implement it. It is very clear and it is also the United Nations decision that we need to have a two-state solution, one uh, for the Palestinians uh, on the 1967 border with East Jerusalem, its capital, and also returning of Jolan High and Mazara Shab'a in Lebanon and the Jewish state. If this is not happening, we will never accept any normalization. At least this is my understanding. And the last Tuesday, the Council of Ministers of Saudi Arabia restated this position. And they say that they really uh, are very sad about the, the huge number of casualties in Gaza. And uh, the only solution is to have two states with Jerusalem, its capital. Okay, all right. Well, well, bizarrely, that is the United States' position, despite the fact they vetoed the ceasefire, as you uh, know. Uh, can I say that if that didn't surprise you, the fact that Arab leaders are refusing to meet with President Biden, nothing like this has ever happened. The foreign minister of Iran flying in for the extraordinary meeting uh, of the uh, Islamic Conference in uh, where you are speaking yes. to me from, I mean, what did you make yes. of that? I mean, that, that never happened when you were advising the Saudi government. Uh, first of all, when, what sort of alarm do you think uh, that caused in the NATO nation countries? And uh, what do you make of why he flew in in the, what, in the middle of the night? Well, uh, that shows that the Islamic countries are very serious. They are not happy with what is happening in Gaza. And if it continues, that will initiate not only uh, the Arab countries, but there are Muslim countries. Malaysia said that, uh, Iran and many other countries that they cannot accept and they cannot ac accept to continue. This is a big tragedy. Uh, when you see children and mothers and killing, uh, being killed and they, they are crying, any, any, where is the human emotions? Where is the, uh, uh, the feeling of human? This is terrible. And I think what the uh, Islamic uh, conference uh, organization, uh, which met uh, on last Wednesday, I think they took the right decision that this should stop and otherwise it will be spread into a regional, if not an international war between Israel and the rest of the Islamic and Arab world. I don't know if it's the American aircraft carriers causing the interference, but there seems to be a bit of freezing there in the link from uh, Jeddah to uh, Dubai, I have to say. Um, the thing is that when uh, Russian speakers were being uh, uh, shelled, 14,000 dead in Donbass, Russia came to the rescue, as it were, albeit uh, critics of Putin say came too late. When this is happening in Gaza, as you said, 
these words, uh, which are echoing all around the Islamic world as well as the Arab world, that's about it, isn't it? No, Russia uh, showed a lot of support. No, no, I, I, what I mean was Russia went and acted, some say belatedly, to save the people of Donbass. The Arab world is not going in to save the people of Gaza. They will, if, if it continue, Israel continues the atrocity and the killing and shilling Gaza and asking Gaza people to go to migrate to Egypt or to Jordan, uh, the whole Islamic world, including Arab world, will, uh, will say no and they will go into fighting in order to uh, at least stop the aggression of Israeli. Israelis are nothing without the United States. And when they saw that the United States is on their side, they start to show that they are, they can do whatever they want. This is nonsense and cannot be accepted by the whole Arab world and Islamic world. Dr. Mohammed Al-Saban, I'll stop you there. More from the former senior advisor to Saudi Arabia's Minister of Petroleum after this break. Welcome back to Going Underground. I'm still here with former senior advisor to Saudi Arabia's Minister of Petroleum, Dr. Mohammed Al-Saban. Dr. Al-Saban, in uh, part one, you were talking that, about the fact there will be some kind of response. But of course, if there is any kind of military response to save the people of Gaza from the Arab world or the Islamic world, Biden has his aircraft carriers, the Gerald uh, Ford and the Eisenhower. Uh, these masses, multi-billion dollar uh, pieces of weaponry as the uh, people of Gaza starve and uh, die. What, what an, I suppose oil is one weapon, which bizarrely, if uh, they reduce production, which they have uh, announced uh, uh, continuations of reductions of production, it also helps the environment. Do you expect uh, OPEC Plus to dramatically reduce production? Before I answer this question, uh, what what happened with the uh, military forces uh, being given from the United States to Ukraine? It did nothing. <laughs> it did not change the result. So uh, don't uh, be surprised that while we can stop the American aggression, America, they know that they cannot fight against the Islamic world. And they know that this they are the innocent. They want to fight to rescue those uh, in Gaza. So it is nonsense that they scare us with the, uh, 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 with the war, warships and uh, some, uh, some military forces. They have different fronts. They have the Chinese front, they have Russian front, and they cannot fight everywhere. And I think Russia will not stay silent if the United States start to do anything in the region. Uh, to coming coming to your question, uh, no, we will uh, we will not be hasty to reduce further reduce our oil production unless the 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 problem elevated and unless the Israelis are not listening to the voice of wisdom, and then we will have nothing but to reduce our oil production in order to alert uh, the whole world 
that this is something serious that being taken by the oil producers in general. Of course, bizarrely, that'll help the United States economy in terms of oil exports, uh, because the price of oil will rise. Uh, how uh, widespread would you say your opinions are as regards what's happening then in, in Gaza, the, the slaughter? Because, you know, over the years, we've seen how uh, the children and grandchildren of people, and it's a young, young countries in the GCC, educate their children, the elites, in Western uh, universities. I know you were educated in, a, in the United States. But how widely is this understood, the slaughter in Gaza, as the way you're talking about it? Uh, I, you don't get the impression that there's a loss of faith and solidarity in the Palestinian people in uh, recent years uh, in GCC countries? <clears throat> No, the, the main problem is that this is not a, a oil producing country's issue. It is an Islamic issue. And whenever uh, the Palestinian issue is uh, everybody's issue. And, and you have seen the demonstration is not limited to the Islamic world, but it's spread in, in the UK, in France, uh, in Germany, even though those countries who are saying that we are democratic society and allow other demonstrations, they try to stop these demonstrations. This is ridiculous. That shows the double standard that the West is having. And this, is, this has been uncovered uh, through the Ukrainian uh, problem when we saw that they are giving Ukraine everything they want in order to let it, let it survive. And, but when it comes to Palestine, they stop and they uh, help the aggression, aggressor. So uh, they, uh, we are not worried uh, about our children who are living in the West, taking uh, their education. They can go anywhere. And now, by the way, uh, the GCC is going to the East. We already established good relationship with China, good relationship with Russia, good relationship with India. And uh, this is uh, preparing to the new uh, international order, uh, which uh, the West will be among the very minor powers in the new uh, world. So if this has not been recognized by the West, it will be too late later on to recognize it because they will have no power to show. Now, uh, the Security Council is in their hand. They do whatever they want. The different, the IMF, the World Bank, etc. They are practicing uh, barbarian uh, acts. It's, it's not democracy that as they are uh, reflecting here and there. So they need to stop that. They need to know that the world has a different, too many polars that uh, they need to achieve certain balance between the different parties in order to achieve stabilization and uh, avoid any international war. Yes, as regards freedom of expression, obviously France has banned Palestinian demonstrations, talk in Britain yes. of uh, banning the Palestinian flag and this on top of what's happening to Julian Assange. But I have to say... Is Germany, Sa Germany too. Is Saudi Arabia prepared for the uh, uh, onslaught of so-called mainstream corporate 
propaganda media in NATO nations as they attack Saudi Arabia and GCC countries. Already headlines will start to appear about the human rights records of GCC countries as a weapon against uh, your country for uh, not bowing down to uh, Washington. You prepared for that? This, this weapon, if it is a sword, it is useless. We got used to it and it is not working. We, because we have our judicial uh, regime and we, we know what we are doing and we don't pay any attention to such criticism. Please, I ask the West to criticize themselves before they uh, tend to criticize other countries, including mine. So we are not worried and we will never be worried. And this message has been delivered by uh, our Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman very clearly, especially when uh, President Biden came to Saudi Arabia asking to increase oil production, asking to abandon Russia from uh, OPEC plus coalition. And we say, we told him, no, no way. So uh, now in a balanced power world and new economic, I mean, international order, uh, they cannot, we cannot accept orders or any criticism from any country uh, because we know we are doing the right thing and we have our agencies that will protect the uh, individuals. Well, COP28 is happening in the UAE soon. Do you think, uh, given your uh, role in uh, climate uh, change uh, dynamics and, and geopolitics in, for the Saudi Arabian <laughs> Kingdom, do you think that Joe Biden, Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Newland care about the environment, given what happened to the Nord Stream pipeline, given, as you just said, that they desperately wanted increases in oil production to lower the price of uh, gas, whilst at the same time, uh, I, that's petroleum, but uh, while at the same time wanting to massively increase LNG from fracked gas in Texas to Western Europe? Well, this is another case of double standard. President Biden is giving uh, permissions to different oil companies and different gas companies to increase production. And uh, at the same time, they are asking other countries and other international companies who are investing internationally to stop because of the environment. <laughs> who can believe them? Uh, this situation start to uncover, even in the UK, if you are from the UK, they, they are allowing North Sea producers to continue uh, exploring and producing oil and gas in the North Sea. And there are many other... Do none of them care other, about it then? Uh, Do you think it's all a lie when they talk about the environment? They don't care about the environment. Don't, don't believe that. There was a meeting last week of the uh, oil companies in London and Greta and other environmental uh, agencies. They were gathering uh, beside the Intercontinental Hotel in London and they were shouting, stop oil, stop oil. They are nonsense. And the, the, the police... Uh, held uh, uh, Greta, if you know her, the, the, the young young girl, and they are, she left her, her country and her school in order to say, 
let us save the environment. And they are only concentrating on CO2, while the convention, UNFCC convention, talking about all greenhouse gases in all sectors. And they are also saying that well, responsibility should be equal among all countries, even though the, the convention say the, that there is a common but differentiated responsibility. So they stopped applying this principle and they forgot that they are the responsible, the industrialized countries who polluted the environment for a long time. And they need not only deal with the resources, but also sink. So they are tailoring the whole convention and the whole agreement into an oil agreement. Uh, while they are subsidizing coal in the industrialized countries, they are putting heavy taxes on oil. And when they talk about carbon tax, basically it tends to be gasoline, simple gasoline tax. So these are still double standard. So I, I don't think it has been discovered. Many delegations, many countries are saying the same, that stop hypocrisy, stop what you are doing. You are doing wrong to the environment and asking developing countries to bear the burden. This is nonsense. And, and shamefully, they are asking Saudi Arabia and other countries to pay financially to developing countries in order to produce more renewables, etc. Can I just, can I just interrupt and just very briefly, though, uh, ask you about, and yes. Greta Thunberg, of course, went to uh, Kiev and uh, didn't mention Nord Stream. Just very, very briefly, the danger of a nuclear threat from Israel, given, as you say, the unity against Israel over what's happening in Gaza. They have nuclear Israel weapons. Will use, Israel will use nuclear power? <laughs> the, the, the world never condemned the Israelis for, for uh, uh, their having nuclear power and Lima plants. And they are making a lot of hectic and shouting against any country who is going to have nuclear, even safe nuclear energy, including Iran. So uh, I'm not defending Iran, but I'm saying that this is another double standard. Why? Why you are allowing Israel to own nuclear power while you prevent others from doing it? Well, they say, well, Israel is wise. What is the wisdom? We see it now nowadays in Gaza. There is no wisdom at all. They say they will, we will continue to bombard them and evacuate Gaza from all a citizen, innocent citizen. So uh, this double standard has to stop. This is nonsense. Sorry okay. to say that. Okay. Obviously, Israel denies the nuclear weapons exposed by Mordecai <laughs> Valunu. Dr. Mohammed Al Saban. They all know. Dr. Mohammed Al Saban. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's it for the show, and uh, condolences from the whole team here at Going Underground for those bereaved by the ongoing violence in the Middle East. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Saturday. Until then, keep in touch via all our social media if it's not censored in your country, and head to our channel, Going Underground TV, on rumble.com to watch new and old episodes of Going Underground. See you Saturday.